right, wall fans. Welcome to another exciting edition of Go Tell to the Wall podcast. I am your host, the one and only Sean O'Rourke. Welcome to episode 12, or as I'm going to refer to it, the St. Paddy's Day episode. That's right. It's the St. Paddy's Day episode. We're, we're uploading this on St. Paddy's Day. Um, outside of that, not a lot other than one little rant that I'll get into shortly here. So let's kick things off right away. Again, episode 12, thank you all of you loyal listeners for returning. And if you're new to the podcast, thanks for joining us. You will be entertained, I assure you, uh, at least to an extent. You know, it's as entertaining as cat videos on the internet. That's what I always tell everybody. So at least give it a shot. Thanks for joining us. Uh, So let's get into some things. I always like to kick things off with some updates. I got a little bit of a fatherhood update here. For those of you that have been listening in the past, you know that I have now a four-month-old named Zofia, uh, and it is just absolutely amazing daily to watch the, the kind of the progression of a human being, and, and we finally reached the point where she's turned into like a little person instead of just this, as, as my friend Doug says, a sack of potatoes. <laughs> she's now kind of a expressive, an expressive sack of potatoes, I guess you could say. She's smiling. She's kind of finding her voice, <laughs> which being my daughter will be an interesting process because anyone that knows me knows that I tend to just never shut up. It, it, it's a bit of an issue. Uh, and that's why I do these things like a podcast where I'm talking to a wall and some people are kind of listening and maybe not, but who knows. So nonetheless, she is finding her voice. She's turning into a little person and it's just amazing. If any of you out there listening have kids, you know how this is. If you don't, it is just, you always hear it's amazing having kids and blah, blah, blah. It, it is just, there's, there, you can't deny it it is absolutely fascinating to watch a baby kind of progress into a small human just absolutely amazing and and we've reached that point she's smiling every day it's just absolutely amazing I am dreading when she's able to finally like crawl and walk because she is at that stage where she puts everything in her mouth just absolutely anything she gets her hand on is straight to the mouth it 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 is amazing but it's also terrifying you know because you got to like baby proof and stuff so that's going to be my next my next venture (laughs) is kind of finishing baby proofing the house uh, but nonetheless, there's a little update on Zofia. Absolutely amazing. Loving it still. We, you know, we'll have lots of funny stories as we have had in the past. I'm sure there will be lots of fun stuff coming up over the next few months, years, decades, <laughs> really, as long as this podcast is going. Um, so, so so, look forward to that. Uh, moving along on the opening here, social platforms. I just want to talk a little bit. I know I always mention the Facebook page, the Twitter, the YouTube, uh, but I just I want to mention it again. I want to take a, take a moment to mention it. Facebook.com slash go tell it to the wall uh, on Twitter. It's at tell the wall pod. And, and the reason that we have these platforms is, is to kind of, I've, I've said it from the beginning. I want to be interactive with our, with our fans, with, with anyone we have listening and, and just kind of get your feedback. Now we do get some feedback from some people. Some of you, uh, you know, constantly give feedback, which is great. And then some of you, we have a lot of listeners out there that, you know, and, and I'm not saying you need to give feedback, uh, but if, if there's something interesting you find in the world, you know, whether it's um, socially relevant, sports ball, music, tech, any of that kind of stuff, like we like to talk about, especially if it comes back around to the theme of common sense, which as you know, or if you're a new listener, you don't know, tends to be the theme of the podcast. Now, this is my own definition of common sense. Like I've said in the past, we're not going to get into that again. You know, everyone, that's very subjective. But if you find anything that you think would be interesting, that you think I would find interesting, that really anyone would find interesting, or even if you just find it interesting, you don't think I would send it on my, over my way. You know, I do tend, I check messages on Facebook. I check the wall posts. I check all this stuff. I check Twitter you know, as often as I can. Um, so again, facebook.com slash go tell it to the wall. Uh, we, we have a lot of content going up through there, a little bit through Twitter as well, which is at tell the wall pod. So follow us on Twitter, join the Facebook page, give us some feedback, tell us how bad the terror, how badly, see, I can't, I can't even get words out. It's one of those days, folks. Uh, <laughs> just bear with me. We're going off the rails a lot earlier than usual on this episode. I'm pretty confident of that. Uh, nonetheless, follow us on Twitter. Uh, and, and check out the Facebook page. We got all kinds of content going through there. A little less on the Twitter, just simply because you have less space to do things. You know, that's the fact of the matter. Um, so check us out on those platforms. We do want to get some interaction as much as possible. That way it's a little bit less of me just talking to a wall. And uh, we're getting your feedback, you know, because that's what we're looking for. Uh, speaking of content, I, I got to be honest. I was, I was struggling uh, putting together this this episode. It's, 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 this is... I, I'm always looking for content. I'm, I'm constantly 
kind of getting it at, in between episodes and, and each week. Uh, um, but sometimes I do kind of just go looking for stuff that I find interesting or I think you might find interesting stuff, again, that's socially relevant, uh, stuff I can rant about, you know, relating to our various topics uh, that we've covered over our now 12 episodes. Well, what would be 12 episodes at the end of this? I guess that's 13. I always forget we had episode zero. Uh, nonetheless, the content thing lately has just been, uh, it's very tedious. It's very tedious because the places I usually go looking for interesting stuff are all just completely flooded with political stuff. And if you're new to the show, uh, we don't talk politics on this show. We don't, you know, sometimes we kind of skim skim the, the, you know, the water on that one, I guess you could say. Uh, but we're not going to get into like right and left and, and conservative, you know, progressive, liberal, any of this junk. It's just, it's just not happening. We're not going to do it. Uh, and the problem is these days, everything is just so full of politics and political stuff and everything else, which I get. I'm not denying that that is important. I, I, you, you, I, no one can deny that it's important. Uh, bottom line is I don't talk about it on my show, and sometimes I just need a freaking break from the politics, regardless of how important it is. Uh, and it's been very tedious, <laughs> so bear with me. And again, that goes back to kind of the interaction with our fans and our listeners. Just send me stuff. Send me stuff that you find interesting because I'm, I'm having to weed through this this political landscape that, that we live in these days in the United States. And really, I'm, I know a lot of it's happening all around the world, like Korea just just ousted their president. South Korea did. Oh, obviously, South Korea. <laughs> North Korea doesn't have a president. Uh, if you're not aware of that, uh, you know, get out from under your rock at some point here. Um, so just help me out and just and just bear with me because we're not going to get into politics. We're just not. We're just not. It's so divisive. It, it's, it's not something I intend to ever get into um, in depth on this show. That being said, there are all, like I said, we, we kind of skim the water on those things. So get ready for that. Uh, as I mentioned, it is the St. Patty's Day episode. And it's funny because here's what, with the new studio, with the old studio, for those of you that are new, we moved to a new studio for the last episode. We're still working out all the kinks. I think you're getting a little bit of an echo. I'm not going to sit here and apologize for it. Deal with it. It's an echo. Uh, it's going to get better as far as that goes because we're just still kind of fine-tuning everything and stuff. Uh, but the funny thing is that the small studio I used to be in, I just had no space. And I, I just had basically had my recording software up in front of me and a microphone and, and my notes, and that was it. And now I have just too much space and I've got crap like open on my computer and on my iPad and on my extra monitor and everything else. Um, and I, I tend to get distracted. <laughs> so I need to stop that. But speaking of St. Patty's Day, a friend of mine from high school, Matt, just, just messaged me asking what's for dinner tomorrow. Um, <laughs> since tomorrow is actually St. Patty's Day. This is going to get uploaded on St. Patty's Day. So you guys, that, you, you, you guys don't need to see how the sausage gets made. Not that it's a big deal. We do record these and then post them the next day. Uh, but nonetheless, my, my buddy is is wondering what's for dinner. Uh, and, and for those of you not aware, I am, I'm very Irish. My name is Sean O'Rourke. I'm actually only half Irish, uh, but people tend to think I am extremely Irish. Uh, and so what would be for dinner would obviously be some corned beef because that's kind of what we do. We have we have corned beef. Uh, I would eat it more often than, than we do, but we always have it on St. Patty's Day. Uh, and speaking of St. Patty's Day, I just, I want to, and now I do this yearly, which, which I like to call my public service announcement as far as St. Patty's Day. Um, and that would be a, a spelling, a, a spelling thing here. So, you know, it is St. Patrick's Day. It is Catholic Feast Day. Uh, you know, people tend to just celebrate it by drinking and everything else. But I do want to point out P-A-T-T-Y would be the shortened version of Patricia. T-T, T as in Tom, would be Patricia. Now, P-A-D-D-Y, D as in dog, would be short for Patrick. So as all of you are getting on that social media today and, and, and posting Happy St. Patty's Day and all this other stuff, remember, it's St. Patrick's Day, it's not St. Patricia's Day, so spell it right for God's sake. Every year, I see people spelling it wrong. And it's funny because I go to stores and they're selling St. Patty's Day stuff and it's spelled wrong. It's not St. Patrick, St. Patricia's Day, it's St. Patrick's Day. So spell it right out there, boys and girls. Just just do it right. P-A-D-D-Y-D-D -D -D as in dog. That's how we spell the abbreviated version of Patrick. That's just a that, simple fact. It's not St. Patricia's Day. Unless you're celebrating St. Patricia's Day, then by all means, wish everyone a happy St. Patty's Day with a T, a T as in Tom. I was thinking about this rant. It, it comes out much better written. But when I'm having it speak it, D and T, D and T, you know, it's that thing. Yeah, yeah. All right, we're not going to get into any more of that. Uh, there was another interesting thing that I found out about St. Patrick's Day today. 
that apparently the cell phone companies have put out a warning. And there is a statistic out there that there is a about a 25% increase in cell phone loss and damage on St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> and I was watching a piece on this, and it's funny because one of the guys on there happened to bring up a good point that this year St. Patrick's Day falls on a Friday, so that number is probably going to be a little higher this year. Which, yes, this is funny. This is funny. But honestly, people, can we all just get it together out there? party responsibly just because it's St. Patrick's Day doesn't mean you need to be a little bit prejudiced and pretend that you need to get drunk because you think that all Irish people on the face of the earth are drunks. Now, I, I'm I'm not one to talk. I enjoy my drinks. I you know, I'm I'm drinking a beer right now and, and this is just something I enjoy. However, I don't get so drunk that I lose my freaking cell phone or damage it or throw it somewhere or anything else. It just let let's all grow up, people. Let's grow up. You know, have a couple drinks, enjoy yourselves, have some corned beef. Don't drink green beer, for God's sake, because that's disgusting. If you want to have a real beer for St. Patrick's Day, have yourself a Guinness. Don't go buy them in the bottle. Go out to a pub, get yourself a Guinness, because you can't drink Guinness out of a bottle. It needs to come off of a tap, out of a keg. I'm not going to get into the science, the science, I'm doing my little finger quotes here, of, of why a Guinness needs to be enjoyed out of the tap. But just trust me on this. Don't drink them out of the bottle. You're not really drinking a Guinness. You know, I, I don't blame you for doing it. Uh, but if given the opportunity, get yourself a Guinness out of the tap. Don't drink green beer. Don't damage your cell phone. Don't lose your cell phone. Uh, and let's all grow up and party responsibly, you know, because it's it's St. Patrick's Day. It's a Catholic feast day. We all have a reason to celebrate, you know, <laughs> despite the fact that many of you out there, uh, listeners or non-listeners even, are not necessarily religious. It is still a Catholic feast day, and that's where it originated, blah, 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 blah. I'm not going to get into that. Uh, you know, I'm I'm a cradle Catholic. I'm pretty agnostic myself. I stepped away from the church. We're not going to get into the reasons behind that. If you've listened to other episodes in the past, you know many of the reasons behind that. Uh, but nonetheless, be responsible out there. It is St. Patty's Day. Have fun, but don't be stupid. That's really, it should be a life motto. Have fun, but don't be stupid, right? Just, just you know, come on, get with the people. Uh, all right, one more thing I want to mention on our little opening here, and I mentioned it very briefly on the last episode, is a little company called Cal's Game Night. That is Cal with a C, C as in cat, Cal's Game Night. If you're interested, check it out. They've got a lot of traction. It just happens to be the company that I'm starting to do some work with hosting game nights around the LA area, uh, really all around Southern California looking to expand. Cal is an extremely talented guy who put this company together. It's been around for about nine years, been featured on the Ellen show, uh, also on Real Housewives of Orange County and, and has been, has gotten endorsements from a lot of, you know, I, I guess you could say famous people, uh, for, for all the great work that he's done. And this happens to be the company that I'm doing some work with coming up here. So if this is something you're interested in, you know, check it out. Cal's Game Night. We'll share the link on the Facebook page. Again, facebook.com slash go tell it to the wall. Uh, if that's something you're interested in, you know, um, check it out. Cal's Game Night. That's Cal with a C. Um, and that is that is kind of my new venture uh, outside of outside of podcasting and all the other junk that, that kind of we do on a daily, weekly basis. Uh, so check it out. All right, moving along. We're going to get into some social stuff here. And I got to be honest, some of the social stuff is just me ranting. And the first thing I want to talk about here is a little incident on the Instagram. Now, apparently there's a professional competitive bodybuilder out there. Her name is, I have to look down at my notes, Diana Andrews. I'd never even heard of this woman before this, uh, but I can tell you after not having heard about her at all in the past and now knowing about her, uh, I do not want to know about her. <laughs> That's a simple fact of the matter. She apparently was working out at the gym. I'm not sure where, um, I, you know, I, I honestly didn't get that in depth into this article outside of, you know, seeing what was happening and apparently took a photo of a woman on a treadmill who arguably could, was a little overweight, I guess. Um, I, you know, I wouldn't say crazy overweight. I glanced at the photo. I didn't want to give her enough. I, I just didn't want to give her the airtime of my eyes and like, oh yeah, that picture. Uh, but she happened to caption it with, the words love handles, which is ridiculous. I'm, I'm giggling, not because that's funny, but because of the ridiculousness of it. We've reached a point in society, in this entire world, where we need to stop, stop pushing people down. We need to build each other up. And to go to the gym and take a picture of someone who has no idea you're taking a picture of them, just because you think they're a little overweight, and then shaming them? There's no excuse for that. There's simply no excuse for that. Um, you know, I had seen a meme floating around 
that, that said shaming, and, and again, I'm going on this word for word. We can sit here and dissect how this is wrong, whatever it is. But it said shaming fat people at the gym is like shaming a homeless person at an, an employment fair, a job fair, which is it's kind of true. Now, I don't think we should be shaming anybody. We just, there's no reason for shaming anybody. I don't think we should be calling people fat because that's just, it's such a divisive word. Let's get over it. Let's grow up. You know, people come in all shapes and sizes. Uh, I'm a burner. I've seen it firsthand in all shapes and sizes. When you go out to the playa every year, it's, it's an amazing thing. The, the human race, it really is. Uh, so we just need to stop it. So Diana Andrews, it's, it's ridiculous. Someone like this. And I'm going to tell you, I don't believe in shaming someone. I, just, I simply don't. Uh, but if you're going to do it, you got to be ready to take it back. And I saw a picture of this Diana Andrews person. Um, so outside of her, this, she's not, uh, she's got these Instagram photos that were in this article. And I think she thinks she's very attractive. Uh, but now granted, this is partially, I'm partially biased because I know somewhat of her personality that she would do this. Uh, she's not an attractive woman. She's got a bunch of fake eyelashes on there and she's clearly had her lips, lips plumped up. She's doing that stupid little duck face like the kids like to do these days. Uh, and she's just, you know, I, no need for her to be doing these things. No need. And then not not to mention the fact that she's out shaming someone. And then obviously that just shows how ugly she is on the inside. So let's stop it. Let's just completely stop it. Diana Andrews, if, 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 you're, if you're following her, stop following her. Don't give her the satisfaction of having these followers because clearly she's just looking for attention. She's looking for attention. Uh, I'm sure she's completely insecure with herself, which I kind of feel bad for her. But we're not, it's still unacceptable. Just still unacceptable. Um, and, and it just needs to stop. It just needs to stop. You know, everyone has to start somewhere at the gym. You know, everyone has to start somewhere with anything. We shouldn't be shaming someone for trying. You know, we just simply shouldn't be shaming anyone for trying. Um, and especially when you're so big headed that you think you're better than everyone. And that's what you're doing is shaming someone because they're trying to get in shape and maybe they're not as in shape as you are, you know? So we're going to stop it. Diana Andrews, uh, you are our bitch of the week, our asshole of the week. That's what we're calling you. Uh, we might have some more of those in this episode, but yeah, one of, one of the assholes of the week is, is Diana Andrews. Um, and that's enough of that. Uh, also on social, I don't have any fun stuff on social this week. I got to be honest, uh, but there was another thing that's been bugging me. I don't like to get political and we're not going to get political. This is more of just common sense. Really? It is. Uh, now there's a guy named Sean Spicer. He happens to be the press secretary for the white house. If you don't know who he is, you know, good for you, honestly, because I don't think you could avoid knowing who this guy is. Uh, and, and a lot of people dislike him. They don't think he's smart. Honestly, I'm not going to get into my own personal opinions, but you know, I don't think he's the coolest guy out there. You know, I don't really care for the, the guy. I just, I simply don't. Uh, but what happened this past weekend, he was at an Apple store. I honestly don't know where. Probably in Washington, D.C. I imagine he lives there, but I honestly don't know. He was in an Apple store doing some shopping. And this woman decides to come up to him with this app, Periscope. If you're not familiar with Periscope, you it's like live videoing. You know, I think it's the same as like Facebook Live and YouTube, all the same stuff. I don't understand why there's 18 different apps that do the same thing, but nonetheless, there is. Uh, and she started harassing the guy. She started harassing the guy, which I get. You disagree with what he says. You disagree with what he does. However, the bottom line is the guy has a right to go to the Apple store and buy his iPod, you know, get his computer fixed, whatever the hell he's doing there. I, you know, it's great. I don't like the Apple store personally. I don't go in there. Uh, but, you know, people have reasons to go in there. They do some shopping, whatever it is. Uh, he, he doesn't deserve to be harassed in this situation. You know, it's not like he's at a press conference where the press is, is able to ask him questions and all this stuff. Leave the, leave the guy alone. Leave the guy the hell alone. He, no one has any right to be harassing. It's the same thing. A few episodes back, we talked about Ivanka Trump getting harassed on an airplane. You know, regardless of whether you like Trump, Donald Trump, you know, President Trump, Ivanka Trump, any of the Trump fans, whatever it is, that doesn't give you the right to harass her and her children on a plane. And it's the same thing with Sean Spicer. You, you, you simply don't have the right to just harass this guy when he's out living his daily life. You know, it's not like he's a serial killer or something, guys. You disagree with his politics. And we can, we're not going to get into the minutia of how important a lot of that stuff is, but just stop. Stop harassing people. Um, I don't know the woman's name. I don't think it was out anywhere in public stuff, but just just stop. Just stop. I think we as a society need to learn to stop being assholes. Just stop being assholes, lift each other up, and, and look at the positive things that we have going on. You know, And I think everyone will be a lot happier that way. Everyone. Because you don't know what each individual person is going through. You don't know what mental issues any given person has. It just, you don't. So stop, stop, 
Stop being so full of yourselves, Diana Andrews and this other woman who was harassing Sean Spicer, because you're not better than anyone. You're simply not. And it needs to stop. And we're going to stop it here. That's what we're going to do. I'm calling for everyone. If you see someone being being a jerk like that, stop them. You know, don't be a jerk back to them, but just point out, hey, you're being a jerk and there's no reason for it. You're not getting anything out of this. That woman's not getting anything out of out of harassing Sean Spicer, except that everyone's seeing her stupid Periscope video. And I know many people are like, dude, even if they don't like Sean Spicer, they're like myself. I don't really care for the guy. I got to sit here and defend him. He has the right to live his life. He has the right to go shopping at the Apple store. Leave the guy alone. Leave the guy alone. All right, I told you social was going to be some rants. Usually it ends up being that way because I don't get kids these days. Now, these weren't kids. You know, Diana Andrews is not a kid. But I, I don't get kids these days, so I don't understand social stuff most of the time. Sometimes I do. There's funny stuff floating around. There was a there's a Sesame Street Bone Thugs and Harmony music video, and I, I was sitting watching it earlier, and I said to myself, I can watch this stuff all day. Uh, you know, so I'm, I'm amused by silly stuff, too. I am. I, I don't com- I'm not completely out of touch, <laughs> but somewhat to an extent. Uh, I might be a little bit out of touch. All right, moving along. TV, film, books. We got some, some fun stuff in this section. There always is. There's always fun stuff in TV, film, books. Although I got to say, on the last episode, I talked about a new show that was coming out called Making History. I watched it. Adam Paley. And I think Adam Paley is a fantastic actor. Pally Paley. I think it's Paley. Uh, the Making History show, I'm hoping it does a little bit. It's not so great. It's, I'm not saying it's bad. But I'm also not going to say it's great. So don't take what I was saying last last episode as an endorsement. Um, now that I've actually watched it, because it hadn't even come on yet uh, before the last episode. But now that I've watched it, and I'm not saying it's bad. I'm not saying it's great. You know, check it out. Uh, but but don't don't have high hopes. Maybe it'll maybe it'll get a little better. It is a Fox show, which means they'll probably cancel it after four episodes, because uh, that's what Fox does. Uh, also, in the world of TV, film, and books, now there was this this one's kind of on the on the edge of it. But there was a little little interview on BBC about a, about a week ago. If you haven't seen it, check it out. Uh, it's a guy named Robert Kelly was giving a interview on BBC now from his home. If, if you watch any kind of news, sports, any of that kind of stuff, you can see sometimes they'll go like via Skype, via whatever it is to someone's home, and then they're going to interview them there. Or they'll get their thoughts on something from there as opposed to having them actually in studio. And this is what was happening here. Uh, as he's sitting in what I imagine is his office at his home or you know a room at his home, uh, one of his kids decided to open the door and come just come strolling in. And then the second kid came strolling in, <laughs> and it was, it was just raucously funny, just raucously funny. Everyone's had had ridiculous amounts of fun with it uh, over the past week on the internet with the memes and with everything else. Uh, and it struck me particularly well because I can totally relate. Now my daughter Zofia, she can't quite walk yet. Uh, you know, she's quite loud. When I go into the studio, if my wife's home, I say, "Can you? Okay, I'm going in the studio. Can you?" And she's kind of got get her at that right time where you're not going to hear too much crying. Uh, but I can only imagine this happening to me in about a year when I'm sitting in here recording a podcast for Go Tell It to the Wall, and Zoe just comes comes strolling in, you know, she comes strolling in. Uh, one day I'm going to post the the videos of all these episodes because I I'm very animated when I'm talking, but nobody ever sees it. Lots of finger quotes and lots of like strolling in. You know, I'm strolling into the room. Uh, so I really felt for the guy because I could totally see this happening to me very soon. I could see this happening to many of my friends that have kids at home. Uh, I have to deal with the dog and the cat, which is difficult enough. I can't imagine a kid that's able to actually, like, turn a doorknob uh, and, and, and enter a room. But it, it was hilarious. If you haven't seen it, check it out. You can find it anywhere. Just search, like, BBC interview. It's probably the first thing that's going to come up on Google. Um, or probably just open your Facebook, and, and it'll be one of, the, like, the first things that pops up because everyone's still messing with it. it it's, it's quite amusing. Uh, I, I laughed very much out loud. Uh, and, again, just, just a bit of a glimpse into my future. Another thing on television that was just announced today, as a matter of fact, uh, is Saturday Night Live is actually going live coast to coast for the last four episodes of their season for the first time in the history of Saturday Night Live. Now, if you live on the East Coast, which I know some of our listeners do, you guys actually get to watch it live, you know, because you're in you're on the same time zone as New York and they they do it live and they record it. Uh, however, if you're outside of the Eastern time zone in, in the U.S., you, you don't get to see it live. Uh, so I'm actually really excited. I, I was a big SNL fan in the 80s and 90s. It really fell off for many years. Now it's gotten funny once again. I think Kate McKinnon is just an absolute comedic genius. You know, I think they could put just her on that show and, and people would still watch because she is just fantastic. But I'm looking forward to, for the first time in my life, actually seeing Saturday Night Live live. Live. 
And again, I'm not a huge watcher of it, but I just think it'll be fun to see. Um, and they got some good hosts going on there. So check that out. If you're outside of the Eastern time zone, you're actually going to get to see a live Saturday Night Live instead of a live broadcast that was previously recorded, uh, which is what you usually get if you're outside of the Eastern time zone. Um, so I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, I also want to talk about a couple other shows. that have been, One that's been around for a little while and another one that just came out. Um, and the reason that, that I appreciate the thing, they're good shows but I also appreciate them because of what they do with social issues. And that would be Blackish. The first one's Blackish. This has been on ABC for a few seasons now. Uh, it's Anthony Anderson. He, he's real funny on the show. It's The, the writing's fantastic. Uh, but the one thing I love most about the show is that they kind of, they tackle social issues, but not in this, like, ridiculous, like, okay, we're going to, you know, beat this into your ears for 22 minutes type way. It's more of just looking at it from the surface and, and kind of having compassion, you know, and lifting each other up. Uh, and, and, and I really love that about the show outside of, you know, the writing and the, and the comedic value of it really just elevates that show to another level. Um, and there's another show that just came out called Superior Donuts where they, they're kind of doing the same thing. Um, now this is a show about a donut shop on, on, I, I imagine it's the South side of Chicago. I'm it's in Chicago. Uh, I don't know this is Southside. I just, with the way they kind of position it, that's where more of the crime and stuff is in Chicago. And I have a feeling that's what they're doing here. Um, and, and they've, it's the same thing there. Now they're, they're not slamming it into your ears, into your face, but they are talking about it really from both sides. Um, so I appreciate that really from both those shows, Blackish and Superior Donuts. If you haven't seen them, check them out. The, it, Outside of them tackling social issues and everything, they're really funny shows. They just, I, en I enjoy the comedic value of them as well. Um, but it's it's kind of that like cherry on top, you know, that they make you think a little bit, but not like depressed thinking, you know, not this like, you know, because you, you get a lot of that from you get enough of that from the news and stuff. That's <laughs> just that's a daily thing with the news. It the news will make you depressed. I I, I assure you of that. Uh, one last thing I want to talk about in TV film and, and whatever else is in this damn section uh, is Beauty and the Beast. Now, there's a live-action Beauty and the Beast coming out. I think it comes out on St. Patty's Day. If it's not St. Patty's, it's like next next week it'll be out. Um, now, I'm not a Disney fan. I'm kind of over all the damn Disney movies. Like, stop just doing a bunch of remakes and recycling the same thing and what the hell they're doing with the Star Wars universe and just kind of, you know, pillaging it for all that it's worth. It's, it's ridiculous because they're all about the bottom dollar. It's the same thing with this live-action Beauty and the Beast that's coming out. It's like, okay, relax. Come up with a damn original idea. You know, don't just keep recycling the same thing over and over and over again. Well, apparently in this new version of, new version, this live-action version of Beauty and the Beast, one of the characters could possibly be gay. It happens to be Josh Gad. Josh Gad was the voice of the snowman on Frozen. He was also in uh, Book of Mormon on Broadway. Most of you out there would know him if you saw his face. If you, if you can't put a name with a face, you, you would pretty much know him. Apparently, he's kind of grappling with um, homosexual feelings uh, with one of the other characters in the show. Um, and there's a scene where they kind of hint that he, he might be a homosexual. And what's happened is all of these Christians and conservatives all around the country have gotten ridiculously upset. They're so mad at Disney because they have put any kind of homosexuality in this movie. Which, okay, we've said I've said in the past, you know, to me, common sense is... Same-sex couples should be able to get married. A lot of people disagree with that. To them, it's common sense that they shouldn't get married. Okay, so let's put that aside. Here's what pisses me off about this is, is the hypocrisy of it. Because they're so obsessed with this one scene in this movie where there is maybe a, a hint of, of, of a homosexual feeling that this Josh, whatever character Josh Gad plays has. They're completely overlooking the fact that this is a movie about a young girl who's kidnapped by a beast. It's right in the title, beast, animal, and then they have a romantic relationship. So, pointing out something that literally exists in this world, you know, homosexuality, is, is terrible. However, bestiality is acceptable. Bestiality, oh no, I, God forbid, we're showing something that actually exists in this world and should and is genuinely a part of society, you know, homosexual relationships, same-sex relationships. But we just completely overlook the fact that you're complaining about a movie that features bestiality. Now, granted, they're not having intercourse in this movie. I get that, you know, but let's not be hip hypocritical. Let's, let's stop being hypocritical. I'm getting so sick of these groups of parents and whoever else is doing this that you sit there and you complain when really it's like 
what are you talking about? So you'd rather like, you're so afraid of something that's, that really exists that's in society being shown to kids, but you're just overlooked the fact that it's, it's a young girl with an animal, an animal. Come on, people get with it. This is ridiculous. Uh, I'm not excited about the movie whatsoever. <laughs> and just cause I'm just not, I'm kind of over Like I said, I'm over the Disney movie stuff, but I'm probably going to go see it now just to piss off these people that are upset about it. You know? So go on and check out Beauty and the Beast. Simply to stick it to the hypocrites that are just flat ignorant. Completely ignorant. You know, get with it. Get with it. Uh, so, yeah, Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> Lots of bestiality going on there. Uh, all right, let's get into a little bit of music here. Just a little bit of music. Now, if you've listened in the past, you know I'm a bit of a Blink-182 fan. I grew up in San Diego. I grew up with Blink-182. I remember the days when they could, like, almost couldn't pay people to go to their concerts. They couldn't. And then watch them blow up, and then watch them kind of fade, and then kind of get big again. Uh, they came out with an album months and months ago called California. They announced they were going to do a deluxe version of California. And it's like, okay, bands do this all the time. They put out a deluxe version, blah, blah, blah. I don't need to get this deluxe version because it's got, like, you know, one extra song or whatever it is. Well, found out today that the deluxe version of California actually features 11 new songs 11 new songs so they've essentially like made their deluxe version which has become the original album plus a new album on top of it plus an acoustic version of a song off of the original california album so i'm super excited about it i already actually i already pre-ordered it it's coming out may 19th it's in may look it up check you know go on the itunes google play wherever you get consume your music uh check it out pre-ordered if you are a blink fan um and it, it did come with one one song already released that I got, uh, which I listened to it and I was like, perfect. This is nineties blink. I'm loving it. They're getting back to their roots all about it. Um, it's kind of a matured nineties blink 22, I'd say. Uh, so check it out. I'm excited. I can't wait for may. I'm, you know, I, I love, if you love crappy punk rock, uh, you know, especially crappy SoCal punk rock, which is what I was born and bred on, uh, check it out because I'm sure you're going to like it, especially if you like California, you're going to like this one. Check it out. Check it out. Um, all right. Speaking of music, if you, I've mentioned them before on the podcast, guy called give me motion. Uh, they are, they got some new stuff. They're working on some new stuff. So if you're not already following, give me motion on the social platforms, uh, you know, Twitter, Facebook, uh, they have their own website, YouTube, all this stuff. Check them out. Give me motion, new stuff on the horizon for them. We'll probably have some updates at some point, but check it out. Give me motion. And the other one, cause as if, if you don't already know this, I love some like, mentioning supporting local bands especially socal local bands another one that i've mentioned in the past is a little band out of san diego called cloud side they feature a very good friend of mine uh their lead singer is jeff jackson who who happens to be a very good friend as i said uh and their new album is coming out very soon i'm kicking myself because i had the date earlier it's april though it's coming out. It's less than a month. We're less than a month away. Uh, so with with them as well, Cloud Side. Follow them as well on the Twitter, the Facebook, everything else. Uh, I think they have a YouTube channel. I always just consume all of their stuff um, through Facebook because they post a lot of it up there uh, as well. But they have a new album dropping in April as well. So follow them for updates and everything else, and check out new music because I, I love just SoCal local music. It's all it's all fantastic. Uh, so check them out. Let's get into a little bit of tech here. I don't, I don't, a little bit, literally a little bit. I don't have a lot this week. Uh, but South by Southwest is happening right now. We're just finished. I can't keep track. I'm not cool enough to be involved in South by Southwest stuff. That is way too cool for me. Um, like way cooler than Coachella and all that other stuff. And I'm not even cool enough for Coachella or any of that junk. Uh, so, so I'm not completely aware if it's still going on or if it ended. I think it's still going on. Um, but there's going to be, it's a big festival, music, art, and everything else, but some new tech tends to come out of that. So hopefully over the next week or so, we'll be looking at some cool new tech, uh, some of which I actually did find today. I don't believe this came out of South by Southwest, uh, but a couple new things coming down the pipes. If you're an Apple user, you know, I, I've always said on this podcast, use whatever you want. I don't think Apple's better than Google or Microsoft is better than Apple or blah, blah. You know, it is whatever you want. Uh, but if you are an Apple user, especially an iPad user, they have a new iPad coming out. Uh, it's come, They're going to announce it next month, which means it'll probably be out in like 
eight months, however, you know, they do their like announce it and then it gets released. Uh, but new iPad coming out from Apple, uh, they're announcing it next month and it's going to be actually be 10 and a half inches large. The screen is 10 and a half inches large, uh, which is a little bigger than like the iPad air that's out right now. I think this one's like nine something like nine, seven, five or something like that. Uh, so not as big as the iPad pro, but bigger than the current iPad air. And I'm sure it's going to have all kinds of fancy new stuff. So if you're into Apple and the iPads, check that out. Um, I do have an iPad. I'm probably not going to upgrade mine. I'm just, I'm, I'm enjoying my surface and everything else. And, and when the iPad finally dies and they stop updating it, uh, I will probably just, just get myself another new, um, Android tablet just cause it's cheaper. It's cheaper and easier to deal with. Uh, for me personally, it doesn't mean it's easier for anyone, everyone out there to deal with, just me personally. Uh, but nonetheless, that is coming out. So check it out. Keep an eye on Apple uh, if you're an Apple fan, or even if you're not. It's, I just find it interesting when these things come out. I like to see, especially like Google and Apple competing back and forth, because they, 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 like one of them does something new, and then the other one's like, oh, we're going to do that. And then while they're doing that, they're doing something new. And then the other one's like, oh, we're going to do that. And then they're just like building on top of each other, which actually makes for really good tech you know, coming out because they're constantly trying to one up each other, uh, which I, which I think is fantastic. We, we need that kind of competition in the marketplace because simply that, that keeps everyone innovating, you know, keeps everyone innovating, keeps everyone on their toes and, and it keeps new tech coming out and just cool stuff, cool tech coming out, which I like. Uh, speaking of cool tech, there is a new thing coming out. Uh, I think it's due out later this year. It might be next year. Sony's working on this thing. It's called the Xperia projector. Yes, it's a projector. You're like, oh, projector. We've had projectors forever. Not like this. This is actually a little, it's a little unit. It looks to be about the size of, from what I could gather, about the size of like the old um, portable hard drives that you had to fully plug in and stuff that were out in like the late 90s, early 2000s. It looks to be about the size of that. You set it on the table and it projects an image on the wall, um, which, yeah, projector projects an image on the wall. Well, the cool thing about this is it turns that projection into a touchscreen. That's right. A touchscreen. Like on your tablets, on your phones, a lot of you on your computers these days, you know, like mine, it's got a little touch screen, uh, but you can just kind of project it anywhere. And they're showing all kinds of cool stuff. So check this out. Sony Xperia, uh, it's it's not out yet, but uh, but I'm looking forward to what they can do with this tech because you can essentially just project like a tablet on your wall. Um, and you can obviously, it works with a lot of the Google apps and stuff. So you can just project, uh, you know, you can uh, Chromecast and project a bunch of stuff, whatever else it is. Uh, and the other cool thing is, they were showing like a family. It was, it was like, you know, a mom and dad and a kid. Uh, and the, the dad and the kid were sitting at a table and they were just, they were playing like a kind of like an air hockey game with their fingers. Uh, that was all projected by this little projector from Sony. So check it out. I'm looking forward to seeing this. I'm, you know, it's, I'm probably not going to have something like this for years just because I don't usually rush out and get these ridiculous, you know, cool toys that come out as much as I would love to. Um, but check it out because I'm just, I'm, th that's kind of where we're heading. You know, we, we put a touch screen anywhere you want. Anywhere you want, and touch screen, touch screen. Here you go. You know, play games, leave notes. So just imagine, like, you know, you're you're married, or you have girlfriend, boyfriend, you know, whatever it is that you live with, someone you live with, and you put this projector out, and you can like leave them a note, and then they come to the projector. Oh, there's a note. Um, of course, I'm saying that now. You could just text them with, you know. <laughs> I guess that's not really a good use, but you know, there will be a lot. There will be all kinds of cool stuff. The, the game is what got me. I'm, I was like, oh, cool. You can sit. You like, essentially, essentially, like instead of having all these board games, like we have a closet full of board games. You know, you can have the board games right there and you just play the board game like on the projection. So that, that's what I want to see. So get on it, Sony. Uh, but I do like what I'm seeing there and what I had seen today was, was really cool. Um, so check that out. We'll probably share that on the Facebook page as well in case you guys are having trouble finding it. I don't even know where I find all this stuff. It just stuff comes to me. People send me stuff and it pops up in news feeds and everything else. And it's hard to keep track. Uh, but I do try to keep track. So we'll make sure we, we, we have that posted up on the Facebook page uh, so that you can check it out if you can't if you can't find it. It should be, although it should be pretty, fairly easy to find. Just go to Sony Xperia, um, and, and you should be able to find it. All right, moving along. We're going to get into a little sports ball. I feel like we've been light on the sports ball, uh, and if you're new to the podcast, you you should know. We talk a little bit of sports, and what, what I call sports is sports ball. That's because all of my friends that hate sports like to call it sports ball, so we, we've adopted that term. It's just fun, sports ball, uh, but we, we talk a little bit about sports. But what we do with sports is we, it tends to come back to, like, social relevance. You know, we're not just going to talk, like, scores and this player's doing this and everything else. Um, we talk when, when it's socially relevant, when it can be relevant to everyone, even if you're not necessarily a fan of any kind of sport. 
but you, you can appreciate this because it's heartwarming or you can get angry because you, you need to be angry that th- this type of stuff is happening uh, around the world and in our country, whatever it might be. Um, so we're going to get in a little bit of that. And I got to, oh, oh, and I didn't even mention. Uh, so this week's beer of choice, this is, if, if you're new to the show, we don't, I'm, I'm always in here with a beer. It, it's a bit of my security blanket. I'm not getting drunk, uh, but I just enjoy having a beer next to me. It, I drink half of it and half of it ends up warm by the end of the show and I'm drinking half a warm beer after I'm done recording. Uh, but I do like to point out what it is. We usually try to get some kind of smaller unknown beers um, or a lot of beer that just I like. So there's a lot of stone flying around, a lot of IPAs, uh, just because that's what I like. Well, I sent my wife out. She went to the grocery store yesterday and I was like, oh, find me something new, something good I can talk about. She came back with this Guinness Blonde American Lager, uh, which the brewers that make Guinness, they, they've been trying some other stuff. They had like a black lager a few years ago, uh, and this one just happens to be like a really flavorful lager. So if you're a lager fan, I, I could highly recommend it. I'm not a huge lager fan. Lager is more like a daytime beer if I'm, you know, it's just, it, it's not, it's, I wouldn't say most lagers are super flavorful, uh, but this one happens to be really flavorful. It's almost like an American lager, but just like times 10 with more flavor in it. Uh, so I'm enjoying it. And, you know, St. Patty's Day. So Guinness they happens to be from Ireland. If, if you didn't know that, um, you should, because that's where Guinness is from. Uh, but that's what we're checking out. Guinness Blonde American Lager. Enjoying that one this week on the podcast. Uh, so check it out. All right, as I said, we're going to talk a little sports ball, social relevance regarding sports ball. Uh, so there is an NFL player who plays for the Dallas Cowboys. His name is Ezekiel Elliott. He was a rookie this year. Now, rookie would be your the first the first season you're playing. That's that's your rookie season. So he's a young kid. Well, even before he got into the NFL, he had some domestic violence issues. He had a, a girlfriend, I, I believe, I'm sure, is now an ex girlfriend who had come out with some claims that he had hit her and everything else. Now the police decided they weren't going to press charges for whatever reasons. The NFL itself has still been looking into this issue because they have a code of conduct where they can suspend people. If you've listened before, we talk about this code of conduct and and kind of the stupidity and the hypocrisy with all of it, with stuff like Deflategate and with domestic violence and everything. Um, so it's been an ongoing investigation. We still nobody knows yet if he's going to be suspended. The NFL is kind of dragging their feet on this. That isn't necessarily the most important part. Uh, of what I want to get into. What I do want to get into is this past weekend, he was, as I said, he plays for the Dallas Cowboys. So he was in Dallas at a St. Paddy's Day parade. Um, now, I'm not going to get into my confusion last weekend when I saw all these photos of St. Paddy's Day parades happening. And I was like, did they change the date of St. Paddy's Day? Have it on the freaking day. Like, you know, have it on the day. Have it on the day. Yeah, come on. It's not St. Paddy's Day just because it's the weekend before. Oh, it's because you all want to get so drunk and you need the next like that Sunday to recover. No, that's not what it's about. Have the celebrations on the day. Get with it, Chicago, San Diego, everywhere else that you were having these damn parades on the wrong day. Uh, nonetheless, they were having this parade in Dallas, St. Patty's Day Parade. He was on the roof of some building in Dallas, standing next to a young woman um, who, and I'm sure he'd been drinking, I'm sure the young woman had been drinking. Uh, I don't know where he reaches over and pulls down half of the woman's top, exposing her breast. Just out of nowhere. And she slaps his hand away. Um, and... Honestly, when you see the video, and it's hard because they have, understandably have her face blocked out because, you know, I, she doesn't need that extra embarrassment. She doesn't look that upset. Uh, but the bottom line is you shouldn't do that. And then further on in the video, you see him reach over again, and she slaps his hand away, not letting him do it. This is, this is completely unacceptable in my world. Now, for m- so many reasons. Now, on the surface, this is a St. Paddy's Day parade. This isn't this isn't Mardi Gras, and again, this, it's, even Mardi Gras they have rules about this. Nobody nobody needs to be getting naked in the streets of Dallas just because it's St. Patty's Day. Okay, maybe stop drinking, slow down on the drinking, grow up a little, and then on top of that, this is it's it's assault, it's sexual assault. Ezekiel Elliott, sexual assault. You can't just reach over to a woman and pull down her shirt. You can't. That is against the law. You can't do it. Now there's all these stories that she didn't care and she hung out with him. Blah blah blah. Well, you know when you're an NFL player. You know, you already know you're under scrutiny for domestic violence against a woman. Maybe it's not a good idea to do these types of things. Maybe it's not. Now, you shouldn't be doing it to begin with. Don't get me wrong. But when you know you have a lot of money and a reputation and that reputation is already taking a hit, don't do it. Don't do it. So grow up, Ezekiel Elliott. Just, Just grow up. You know, maybe maybe stop drinking for a little while and maybe just go home and and and, and watch some Netflix. Because clearly you don't need to be out in the world right now where you're just pulling down women's shirts. I don't care if you're like, oh, she didn't mind. No, no, no. 
No. I have a wife and daughter. I would never do that to my wife. I don't care if she was like pulled out. No. No. That's unacceptable. Completely unacceptable. Uh, so Ezekiel Elliott, I've, I've lost all respect for you. you. You were already losing it with the domestic. I, I was... I was kind of waiting for all the all the chips to fall on that one, just because you know these things do happen. Uh, but he he was already on thin ice with me personally, um, and and that just put him over the edge. I'm done, absolutely 100% done with Ezekiel Elliott. Um, grow up, grow up, man up, take responsibility for your actions. Come out and apologize. Come out and apologize and stop doing these things. It needs to stop. 100% needs to stop. Um, so there's another asshole of the week, Ezekiel Elliott. Go hang out with Diana, Diana Andrews. And maybe you guys could have a great time together, you know, shaming people and, and sexually assaulting people. That'd be a fun reality show, huh? Uh, all right. One more sports ball thing that I want to talk about. And honestly, I haven't gotten into all the details of this, uh, because I know there are a lot of fine details, but the U S women's so- uh, hockey team, soccer, you always hear about soccer. Uh, the U.S. women's hockey team, which happens to be a really, really good hockey team in the scope of international play. Uh, they've won the last, like, three world championships. They, they were silver medalists at the last, like, two Olympics. Uh, and just all kinds of awards. They, they've done really well, the, the team overall, um, over the past, you know, 15, 20 years. Uh, now, what's happening is we're in, we're in a world championship year. All these different teams, especially team sports, but really every sport out there, there's like world competitions that they do every you know two to four years. Like track is every two years. They have world championships every two years, um, and and hockey does the same thing. You know, soccer has the World Cup. This is essentially like the World Cup for hockey. Uh, obviously, not as popular. Soccer is so popular around the world. Like I'm not a soccer fan. I still watch the World Cup just because it, it's kind of a big event. Um, but this is essentially like the World Cup of hockey. And what's happening is all the women on this team uh, are are. are well, I, they're threatening to boycott, but also kind of boycotting already, uh, uh, playing in in the in the world championships. And the reason they're doing that is is they're unhappy with their pay. They want pay comparable to what the men's national hockey team gets. Now, I don't even think they're looking for it to be equal, you know. Now, and and I'm a big proponent in the workplace. Women should be paid the same as men. If if you're doing the same work, same as men, you know, that's just the bottom line. I, with sports, I get it to an extent because the the bottom line there is like the men's national hockey team is bringing in more revenue uh, than the women's just because of the popularity and everything else. So there is is kind of a, a scaling on that, you know, and, and it goes the other way too. The I'm pretty sure the U.S. women's soccer team uh, brings in more money than the men's team just because the soccer team is so good and they're so popular and everything else. You know, the, the best example would be like the NBA and the WNBA. Guys in the NBA are making tons and tons and tons of money, but they're also bringing in like millions and millions and millions of dollars monthly for these teams, you know, um, and WNBA just doesn't. So so I get the discrepancies there. There's just simply not the money there, uh, but they're just looking to kind of be somewhat on the same level. So I get that too. Because, like I said, the U.S. women's soccer team, they're getting a lot more. They're getting a living wage, whereas I went to find out today that the women's national hockey team, they get paid for six months in an Olympic year. Outside of that, they're just kind of doing it for fun. Unacceptable. Unacceptable. You know, the team is getting revenue from doing all this stuff. Pass some of that on to the women that play it for the hockey team. Uh, So we're standing up with the U.S. women's national hockey team. Um, I'm hoping they don't have to boycott. I really am. I, I'm a huge hockey fan, men's, women's, whatever it is. I would love to see him bring home another world championship gold medal. Um, so I'm hoping it doesn't come to that, but we're going to stand up with them just simply because it's not fair. It's not fair. You know, they're not asking for a ton. They just want, they just want what they've earned and what they deserve and, and they should get it. They should get it. If you disagree with me out there, let me know. Um, because like I said, I haven't gotten into the minutia of this, you know, because <laughs> it's one thing if you're like, well, I need to make a million dollars a year and, and your company now, in this case, the company being the U S national women's national hockey team only makes $200,000 a year. It's like, okay, well, we can't give you a million dollars a year when the company's not even bringing in a million dollars a year. You know, it doesn't work that way. So I get that. Um, but th- I haven't, got, like I said, I haven't gotten into minutia of it. Uh, but I, from what I understand, they're not asking for the world. Uh, they, they just want to be able to play and, and and make a fair wage. Um, so if you haven't been aware of that, check it out. And if, if you have other opinions on that, please let me know on the Facebook page, facebook.com slash go tell us the wall. Just, you know, I, I, I'm always looking for differing opinions on this kind of stuff. And I'm probably going to look into this a little more in depth. I'm sure there will be in an outside the lines or an E60 on ESPN. Those are kind of the harder hitting um, um, segments on ESPN where they talk about 
the social relevant stuff, which I, I get a lot of info for this show. That's where I learned about um, uh, Logan Schoenhart, who we've talked about previously um, on the show. Incredibly, you know, uplifting story. Also very sad, uh, but incredibly uplifting story. So I'm sure we'll hear more about that on ESPN over the next few days and weeks and months and whatever it might be. And hopefully they're actually in the damn uh, world championships this year because world championships, you know, it, all these world championships travel around the world and it happens to be in the U.S. this year. So not only would they be missing the world championships where, that they have won the past three of, uh, but they'd be missing a chance to, to play in the world championships on their home soil, which I imagine would just be amazing if, if, you know, you have to go to all these other countries over the years and finally get to play in the U.S. It's kind of like when the World Cup was here uh, back in the 90s and, and, and all the men got to play um, in the World Cup here on their home soil. Uh, just I imagine it's just amazing. Um, all right, we're going to move along. We're running a little short on time. I, you know, I try to keep these things to an hour. That is our typical time. Sometimes we go about an hour five. Uh, so we're going to try try our best to keep it to an hour this this week uh, for episode 12. Uh, so just a few general things I want to get into before we close things out here. Um, just some fun stories that I found. Uh, now, the first one being, this one's, this one's sad, uh, but I also want to give it out as kind of like a warning to any of our single female listeners out there in the Southern California area. Apparently there's a guy running around on a couple of the dating apps. Uh, his name is Paul Gonzalez. So I'll tell you right now, if you got a Paul Gonzalez hitting you up on whatever those dating apps are, uh, what is it like Tinder and match? And I don't know. What do I, there's just tons of dating apps. I, I never, never used them before, so, but I know they're out there. And apparently this guy is, is picking up women off, off of these dating apps asking them to dinner and then what he does is he orders a ridiculous amount of food eats most of it gets up to go to the bathroom or use the phone and then disappears and he's done this to multiple women uh all the way from orange from orange county all the way up to pasadena uh so that's a that's a good distance and everywhere in between uh so watch out out there he's done it he's done it to, to a lot of people a lot of women you know, I'm from what I hear, you know, I, I'm sure there's plenty of people out there trying to do stuff like this, but this guy's done it successfully quite a few times. Uh, so watch out out there. If you see a Paul Gonzalez on one of these dating apps, now that it's out, he's probably going to change his name. Um, I don't know who knows. I doubt that's even his real name. I mean, maybe it is, maybe he's not smart and, you know, didn't use a different name. Uh, but just, just be wary of that. Everyone out there should be careful with all these dating apps and, and connecting people with each other so easily these days, you know, I, I, I get it, but I don't get it. Like we're using technology to meet people. That's totally fine. You know, I'm, I'm a little old fashioned, like just go out and meet people, you know, face to face. Um, and then, then, you know, build from there as opposed to like digital, I, you know, I, I, I get it. Do it if that's your thing, but, but be careful. Cause guys like this, this Paul Gonzalez exist. <laughs> and these women that went on dates with him were stuck with like ridiculous bills for the date. And I'm sure he was hungry. But on, like, is it really worth it? You have this reputation now. He's probably never going to get a date again. Uh, someone's going to get a hold of his actual photo and then post, and he's just never going to get a date again. And then maybe he'll have to go to the old-fashioned way and <laughs> still be able to dine and dash or whatever. Um, but watch out for that guy. Another interesting story I saw uh, is Patrick Stewart. Sir Patrick Stewart, if you don't know who this is, you should. And you probably do. Uh, he was actually Jean-Luc Picard on Star Trek The Next Generation, which was a Star Trek that aired in the 90s. He was also Professor X, well, the older Professor X on all the X-Men movies. Um, not not the other younger guy, but he, you know, he was the older one in like the original X-Men and a bunch of those. He was also in, he's in Logan, which is out now. Um, and he happens to be a, a Sir Patrick Stewart. He, he was knighted. I, I don't even know when. Um, he's also just a fantastic actor. Um, and, and just... He's, he's a good guy to follow, and you, you get kind of uplifting stories from him and just fun stuff and, and his opinion. I tend to agree with a lot of his opinions and stuff, uh, which is what happened today where I, I was able to agree with him again. Apparently, and he's 76 years old. Patrick Stewart is 76 years old. Uh, I believe he lives, you know, in England. He, he's he's British. Um, I'm sure he's probably got places everywhere. You know, he's a well-known actor and everything else and, and still working. Um, but at 76 years old, he, he's having problems with arth- arthritis. And he said he's pretty sure it's hereditary because his mother had really bad arthritis, like in her hands, um, and and among other things. And and he's experiencing the same stuff now, uh, at 76. This is just something that tends to happen as you get a little older. Arthritis sets in, whatever it might be, whether it's hereditary, age. Um, yeah, I'm sure there's all kinds of other factors that go into that. Uh, well, he did come out and and admit that he uses medical marijuana to alleviate the pain from uh, the arthritis. 
uh, if you've listened to the show in the past, or even if you if you've listened to the show in the past, you know uh, at Go Tell It to the Wall, we're a big proponent of medical marijuana. Simply, just if you look at the facts, you know we can sit here and debate whether marijuana is good for you, blah blah blah. Uh, but you cannot. You, I just won't let you argue with me that it's that it's not better than pumping someone full of pills and opioids, or that it's any more dangerous than than alcohol and 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 all of the problems that that causes. Um, it turns out he's actually using medical marijuana. To help his arthritis, and he came out and said it's it's helped immensely. He uses there's there's like a, a lotion gel stuff that he uses at night, and then there's also a spray that he sprays like on his hands, uh, and it's helped him immensely. And I, I always find these fascinating, just one hundred, just so fascinating, um, because w- I think we've really hit a point where you you can't deny these things, you know, you just can't. You you can't argue you can't argue that. Th- th- this is bad for you, you know, it, compared to those other things. Now, if, if you don't think that you anyone should be using any kind of painkillers or alcohol or any of that stuff, then I, I totally understand. But you can't, again, you can't sit there and tell me that that's any worse. So, so Patrick Stewart using some medical marijuana, you can't tell me that's worse than if he was popping a bunch of opioids to, to alleviate the pain. You, you just simply can't. Um, so good on you, Patrick Stewart, um, for your honesty. And, and I'm glad you found something that can help with arthritis because I've heard arthritis can be very, very painful. Very painful. You know, if, if you can find a way to, to alleviate that, um, good on you. Just good on you. Uh, so keep, keep doing your thing, Patrick Stewart, because uh, we love you. Everyone loves you, man. I, I, I don't think I've ever met anyone that's like, ugh, Patrick's, ugh, ugh. It's hard to dislike the guy. It really is. He's just, he's charming and, and funny and yeah. Um, all right. We're just about done. I do have one more thing that I want to talk about. This wasn't even on the show, but I went outside of my house earlier and I went to get in the car to run a quick errand and there's a car blocking me in double parked. Now there's a guy sitting there. So he, he actually moved pretty quick. Now, and I completely understand the double parking. Sometimes you maybe you're a delivery person, you know, you're delivering food, whatever it is, uh, and, and you got to double park for a second. You turn on the flashers. We've, we've all seen this, you know, on a busy street where there's just no parking. Someone's got to gotta double park, turn on the flashers. Maybe there's someone jumping in the car, whatever it might be, or they got to run inside and get something. Totally get it. You know, sometimes it causes traffic, but I totally get it if, you know, if you, you've got to do it. The thing that drives me insane, and this happens all I'm sure it happens everywhere in every city, but it is like ridiculous in Los Angeles. And it was happening with this guy earlier. It was actually an Uber driver. And I think he was waiting for someone, uh, but he's, du- he's double parked, blocking in my car and he moves and he moves up a couple cars and he's blocking in another car, like literally up two cars. Now in front of my house, there's like my car, another car. And actually my wife's car was parked there as well. And, and those are like the only cars parked on the street. So instead, it, meaning that there is literally about 15 parking spaces within like on both sides of the street, at least 15 parking spaces within about 20 feet of where this car is 20, 25 feet. But instead of pulling into one of those parallel spots where he didn't even have to back in, he could just pulled in head first, head first into this goddamn spot. But instead he's blocking the street. And this is just one example. I was reminded of it. I see this all the time. These cars, they pull up, they double park and they cause traffic. And I've seen cars parked right next to a parking spot on the street. And it's like, that's fine. If you have no other options, double park a little. But if there's a spot, park in the goddamn spot. Just pull to the side. You don't even have to fully park. Just pull to the side. At least get more to the side instead of being literally in the middle of the road. In Los Angeles, especially around where I live in Highland Park, people just double park like crazy. And then they double park in the middle of the street. They're not even double parked. They're like triple parked, except there's no there's no second car there. They're just the third car on a triple parking. So stop it. Stop it. I realize people have to stop, you know, in the street, but if there's a spot, if there's no spot, okay, sometimes you got to do it. That's fine. If you're doing it for a few minutes, I totally understand. If there is a spot, pull into the goddamn spot and just stop, stop being in the way unnecessarily. Can we, can we all agree on that? If there's a spot, pull into it. Don't just sit in the middle of the street. I see this so much around Los Angeles and it's just, it's ridiculous. It needs to stop, you know, and early, like this one earlier, it wasn't that big of a deal. The guy moved his car, but I've also seen it where like I've had to stop. And like sit and wait for the other cars to pass as this car is sitting next to a spot. Double parked. Just go into the damn spot. You know, figure it out. It's, it's not that hard to figure out. There's a curb right there. There's no car in it. You can park. I don't know why I whispered that. I felt like I did because it's like, are you, are, are you that dumb? You don't understand? That's a parking spot. Use it. That's what it's there for. You know, that's what it's there for. Use it. We find it much easier than blocking a bunch of traffic. People will honk at you less. They'll get less mad at you. 
you know, they just will. It'll make everything so much better. I'm pretty confident in that. All right, that's it for this week. I'm done. I'm done. It's St. Patty's Day. I'm about to go drink drink some nice whiskey. Don't forget, boys and girls, do not drink green beer. It's bad for you. It's a travesty. Get yourself a Guinness. Get yourself some nice whiskey. Uh, drink some Irish whiskey, not British whiskey. English whiskey. You know, that Bushmill stuff, that's English whiskey. We don't drink a lot of Bushmills in the O'Rourke household. Sometimes it happens because people don't realize they're giving me English whiskey and they bring me Bushmills thinking it's, oh, this is great. I... No, it's Northern Irish whiskey. We don't drink that stuff in this house unless we absolutely have to, which never happens because there's at any given time, there's literally 15 bottles of whiskey in our house. I get people. It, I, if you came to my house and you didn't know me, you'd think I'm an alcoholic. <laughs> but the thing is, everybody, I just I just amass these bottles of whiskey and bourbon because that's what I drink and everyone gives them to me and, and it just happens. So I'm going to enjoy myself some nice Irish whiskey, uh, a little bit of corned beef that my wife is, is going to be preparing, uh, thankfully, because I'm not much of a cook. I could try. It wouldn't come out well, I'm pretty sure. Um, so that's how I'll be spending mine. And the rest of you out there, enjoy it. Don't get too drunk. You know, this isn't a fraternity party. It's just a fun catholic feast day where we all can have some drinks eat some good food and and generally carry on because that's what we're gonna do um all right thank you all for joining us this has been episode 12 that's right we're now 13 episodes into this madness that i call go tell to the wall podcast um and as always thank you all for joining us I appreciate everyone taking the time to listen. You know, it, it, I know not everyone has tons of time. You maybe don't have an hour to sit there and listen to this show. Um, I know a lot of friends that just kind of put it on the background. I'm sure a lot of our other listeners do the same thing. Uh, nonetheless, I appreciate everyone listening um, and, and joining us now weekly. Now that we're back to weekly, now that I've, we've got the studio back. Um, so thank you, all of you out there. Um, and also happy St. Patty's day. Like I said, this has been episode 12 of go tell it to the wall podcast. As always, as always, I'm your host, the one and only Sean O'Rourke, regardless of what anyone else tells you. I'm the one and only Sean O'Rourke. Uh, I'm the one and only just like me. Um, and thanks for joining us and always remember, especially, you know, in the week between episodes, always, always, always remember the best way to get through life is to use common sense.